Welcome to Let's Swipe, online dating stories. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, everybody. As always, I am Amanda and I am joined by Erica, my chipper co-host. Hi, Erica. (laughs) Hi, guys. And we are excited that RJ has joined us again for another episode. Hi, RJ. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Erica. So, Erica, we have not kind of updated each other on what has been going on in our online dating world in a couple weeks. So, last time we talked, I think you were seeing a new guy and things were going pretty well. It was the guy you met to swipe left on but swiped right on, and it turned out for the good. So, what's happening there? Um, good stuff is happening here. Like I, and I'm, it's funny cause I, I have to make notes for the show because I forget stuff like all the time. My notes are like from actually last week, but they are still relevant. We are super good, but I realized very early on cause we have been out for multiple times. It's not even a couple, it's not several, it's multiple in real life, like in each other's spaces, uh, dates and um at some point I was just like besides the fact that I don't did I touch on the fact that this guy remembers me from like the before time like way 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 back so you did not you were you were very tight-lipped yes the last time we were discussing this guy so spill yes so anyway so we have our first dates. This was like the day of the first curfew. I don't know if we got a chance to talk about this, but I was like, I was just like, oh, I'm going to tell this guy. Like, I kind of accidentally swiped on him. Whoops. And he's just like, hey, like, we should talk about like why we swiped right on each other. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, but like again, to be a credit to myself, like I did wait, I did pause, I didn't just be like, you know, like I did actually like look at his pictures and his profile and everything. Um, and the reason I was int- not intending to swipe right on him was because it was during our like. Let's meet some more new guys. Let's be a little bit more assertive. Let's like, you know, and I liked a bunch of dudes, like not like a bunch, bunch, but like several. And I'm like, yeah, kind of maxed out. And uh, and then, like I said, I went the wrong way for, but I think that was more of a destiny sort of thing. So anyway, anyway, so we meet, uh, we meet at a, a, a patio restaurant, and everything's going great. And then we get the happy little pop up, like. The city's under curfew, like, get your ass home by nine o'clock. And, like, the restaurant's like, so, hey, guys, like, we'd love for you to chill out on our patio and, like, drink more drinks, but y'all got to get the fuck out because <laughs> it's curfew. <laughs> okay. So it's like, you know, to the point where we're having such a great time that he was like, hey, do you want to, like, go somewhere else? And I'm like, oh, I was going to tell this guy, like, I could, you know, it was nice to meet you, but not interested you know or especially when he's just like I've got kids I'm like but it was just like (laughs) oh sweet I got it out he's got kids and like one of the my ten my core pillars is no kids no been there done that nope not doing it again and so by the end of it I'm like god I actually like you know it's kind of cool and I do kind of want to hang out but it's just like curfew and like choppers are coming and shit it's like I gotta go home so, um, but after that, we've been out several times, and he's absolutely wonderful. And um, 
it's nuts. Like, it's really good. So, um, so, so yeah. What, now what is so good? Like, why, why do you like him? Like, what is he? He's funny. He's smart. Um, he, like, he's empathetic. Like, he's, like, we just click, you know? And, like, and it's just one of those things, like, where it's just, like, all the, like, and not in a dumb movie idealistic sort of way, like, the odds were against them. It was just, like, it didn't make sense, like, for it to work, but it does. And it's just, like, it was, like, just the comfort level already. But now, like, a comfort, like, eh, you know, like, I could just do whatever around him. But I'm just, like, I'm under no pressure. I don't feel, like, insecure about myself. Like, he didn't feel insecure about himself around me, whereas we both would have with other people and have in the past. It was just like, oh, sweet. Like, hey, man, what's up? Like, hey, dude, let's go hang out. Like, and that's it. And that's I, that's what it is. It's just like, like, oh, okay. Like, we could hang out for the rest of our lives. It'd be fine. And even if it wasn't in a dating sense, like, he could be somebody I would know for the rest of my life, and I'd be absolutely cool with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yay. Hey. Okay. So anyway, so we're definitely it, it's working out really well. I'm not trying to take anything for granted. Neither is he, but it's just uh I'm kind of jumping ahead because I have all these like sweet notes and everything, and I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Like I've I've taken myself off a of hinge. I took I took hinge off anyway because hinge just get on my nerves and I'm like, I didn't want to pay for it and because it was lame and I wasn't seeing any new faces, but I've since taken myself off of OKCupid and Tinder. Oh. So, yeah. So you're like, I just want to see this guy, nobody else. Yes. Wow. And it's weird, and we're both like, this is fucking bananas. We've only known each other for like three weeks, maybe a month. I don't even think it's been a month yet. And we've seen each other like at least twice a week. Like, ever since we first hung out with each other. It's nuts. What the fuck is wrong with me? And, like, and he's even teased me. He's like, well, don't you need content for your podcast? And I'm like, yeah, I should have. And I'm like, screw the content. We've got beautiful people that we know that we can have on the show. We've got the adventures of Amanda and Amy. Like, we don't. Erica can, you know, Erica's all right. I guess my question is, did you fully delete your accounts or did you just like put them on? Because I think on some of these things, you can just like put them on not active or, you know. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And I did about a week or so. And I've only just recently like axed them, I think. Wow. I've like never full. I One time I did fully nixed my OkCupid account because I was seeing somebody, but every other time, and I mean, when, don't, when I am seeing someone actually, like, that is, that is it. I am a one person at a time person, but I still have never full on deleted my other accounts because I feel like so much work goes, especially OkCupid, so much living work goes into cultivating that damn thing. Oh my God, these I mean, I won't be pissed if it doesn't work out. You know, it doesn't work out, but, you know. So, RJ, how long did it take you um, to delete your Tinder account after dating Jen? 
Um, I mean, I deactivated it. I think like we we both deactivated, and there's I mean they still they still exist, but like I deleted the app um, after. Maybe a month or two, few months. I don't know, for off the top of my head. And then I, I actually just installed it recently but when we were planning for this, um, planning to come and talk to you all so uh, so we can kind of review uh, the the message exchange, which was, I didn't think it was that, it was that uh, insightful other than to find, you know, it, it was a series of, uh, you know, canceled plans basically. But yeah, I don't know, I... I I would say it takes me a lot. Um, it takes me a while, and this is again another ADHD thing: is uh, RSD, rejection sensitive dysphoria. Um, it's like you know, I I feel uh, feel rejection and like negative things a lot, ostensibly you know, a lot more intensely than uh, neurotypical folks do. Is this um, a thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's like I it's. I might have that then. Uh, talk to a doctor. Ask ask to be checked out for ADHD. Uh, well, I yeah, I actually do have mild ADHD. Oh well, yeah, yeah. R huh. yeah, RSD is totally an ADHD thing. And I don't know, I don't know if it's something that's like technically in the DSM yet, but it's something that a lot of ADHD people talk about. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's. Like there, because there is a strong uh, emotional component to ADHD, and that is kind of one of the things is just like everything's kind of amped up. But like for me, the way that manifests as far as the RSD goes is it's like I'm very like anytime something good happens to me, um, I I it takes a long time for me to feel like this is actually like gonna continue going on. Okay. So so like. For instance, um, the last couple jobs that I that I have started, um, it took a long time. Like my my work ethic was largely driven by the fact that I I had the thought in the back of my mind that I was going to be fired at any day, you know, any moment I would be fired. So I just had to just like keep working harder and like be like the busiest bee. And um, and then you know. Uh, getting into a relationship was the same thing where I'm, I'm just like, this could end at any moment. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like think about it too, too seriously. Like it's great. I'm gonna, you know, commit myself to it. Um, but at the same time, like I, I was hesitant to like tell, you know, people about it a little bit, um, except for like, you know, closest friends and whatnot. Um, and in ma matter of fact, like, uh, my, my, my boss is like, you know, I, I work at a small uh, shop and it, it's like literally me and the two owners and they don't know that I've been in a relationship for the past year and a half, which is kind of odd because like, you know, it's just the three of us and we kind of, you know, we talk a lot about like what's happening in our personal lives. And it was like from the get go, I was very hesitant to be strictly just be like, hey, I started seeing somebody because I thought like, you know, as soon as I say something, it's going to end and then I have to go in and be like, Oh yeah, that thing that was really good in my life just ended, and so yeah. Um, so it's it's like I didn't talk about it with them, and never mentioned it, and so now I'm like, it, at this point, it seems weird to just bring it up out of nowhere, but it's also I'm I you know we've we've had discussions about like, you know, the possibility of like, what you know what 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 are the odds that I can get time off you know assuming 
um, you know, the Corona situation doesn't change anytime soon. Like, how can I, you know, I need to like broach that topic with them, maybe like get time off or whatnot and, or, right. you know, work from home, you know, work from home again for, for a little while so I can, you know, spend time with her or whatnot more directly. But Interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to do some research on this because a lot of what you're saying <laughs> speaks to me. <laughs> so interesting. Well, Erica, I'm super excited for you. And that's awesome. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Good stuff. Yeah. So I've not been having as good of a luck as good of luck as uh, as our dear Erica. So I went out on my third social distanced, or I like the way Jen put it, socially responsible or socially responsibly distanced date. Um, so I went on my third one. We went kayaking again, and on the last episode, RJ, which hasn't aired yet, so I know you haven't heard it, but. We were talking to our friend Gareth and I said, the time has kind of come like I either need there to be something that's moving, like like we're saying that we're dating, so we're dating, but nothing else feels like we're dating. And I don't need like a major physical connection right away, but I need something that makes me know we're on that track. And so I went on the state and I was really planning to like kind of just have that conversation of like, Hey, when do you feel like you're going to be ready to get a little closer? Because I, I feel like at this juncture, because it's been a full month since we started face-to-face dating, and then we were dating online a month before that. And um, so I went on the state plane to do that, and uh, we go on the date, and I was having a nice time, but I was also just sort of, to be honest, bored. Mm. <laughs> For a lot of the date. And I've, I've talked a little bit about how I'm concerned he's not relaxed enough and that I thought it was just nerves, but I think it's just his demeanor. He's just a little too technical, a little too reserved or buttoned up for me. And so, you know, we're, we're kayaking and I would be talking about something and then he would find a way to bring it to like, oh, well, I read a book about this and here's X, Y, Z, how you do it. And it's like, I just... Don't want to. I don't need research on this thing that we're talking about. And I think he's just trying to connect. But I think also we have things in common that we like to do the same things. Like we like to kayak and we like to camp. And and in the beginning, I really felt like we thought similarly on a lot of things. And I think we do think similarly on some things. But there. I feel like we've really gone down too much of the friend and almost almost friendly coworker path. <laughs> yeah. Well, I you totally know? get it. Yeah. It's like you know each other pretty well and you're friendly, you know, more than just like friend friends, you know. Like there's some sim- simpatico, which I don't I, I feel like it's it's a little bit more than sympathetic. Um, but I feel like there's more feelings with, like, simpatico and so forth. So, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm sympathetic, man. I get it. Whatever. Right on. The the friendly coworker thing, like, there's some shared, like, ideology. There's some shared experiences, the shared everything. But, like, without the – there's still a separation of intimacy. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And so I, I'm not, you know, and I, I – I think he's probably, I, I don't know. Well, honestly, it doesn't matter what he's thinking. <laughs> like if he's less interested in me or more interested in me or on the same page, none of that matters because this is where I am. So I'm trying to just focus on that, which is hard for me. 
but you know, I will, I'll text him probably in a couple days to just say like, Hey, how's your week going? But I'm not, yeah. I mean, I've been saying this whole time he's promising, but honestly, each time I see him, I'm, I'm less and less excited the next for the next time. And that's fine. So I have been talking to a couple other people. One guy, oh, RJ, you'll like this. Good tell. So I was, I was talking to this guy, and we pretty quickly he wanted to go and, like, meet and take a walk in, in a park. And sure. I was sort of having a day of, like, yes, I just sort of need some, some people. And so I said yes. I said, but I, I can't do it until next week because I'm going to be spending time like with my dad. And so I got to play it kind of safe, even though we were going to still do the six foot apart things. We were going to a park with really wide paths. Right. So anyway, we've been, we've been chatting every day. Like he texted me every day. He would send like little gifts or stupid shit or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And I've talked before on the podcast, how for me, it's really emotionally draining to text people all the time, especially if I don't know you yet. And mm. so I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to keep texting him back because this is what normal people do. Like, you know, and, and I was, he seemed funny and nice, but whatever. So before we were going to meet, I thought it was responsible of me to tell him that I had gone to a couple of protests. The rally I went to with you, you know, I was like really far away from everybody. I wasn't worried about right. that. I had then gone to another protest that was like 13 miles and I was just feeling kind of nervous that maybe I had contracted it because I was around hundreds of people. And so I was just telling him and he comes back, he comes back asking, we've been talking for at least a week, if not a week and a half. I never brought up anything to use his words, political. Mm. And he he came back and he asked if I only ever talked about politics. (laughs) I I didn't. Yeah. And uh, and he said he does not enjoy it at all and is not a Republican or a Democrat. He hates <laughs> politics. Okay, go on. <laughs> so um, I responded that I do anti-racism work and social justice is important to me. And I also said that I did not think that those things were, quote unquote, political, because I personally actually just think that they are like moral human obligations and it shouldn't matter what political affiliation you have. And I said, but as for politics, I am dialed in because of my job, but that I don't talk about them all the time, you know, but I I said, but I do talk about oppressive systems quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I ended it and I said, um, I totally understand if your red flag senses are tingling and you you don't think we're, we're a match, no hard feelings. This motherfucker... We live in the Midwest, people. You know what he should have done? He should have sent me. We've been talking for a week and a half. He should have sent me a message that said, okay, I totally understand. I think maybe we just aren't a match. Good luck to you. This motherfucker just unceremoniously unmatched me. So, like, everything just disappeared. That is not how humans should enter. We have been talking every fucking day for seven to ten days. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting, but I think that's some bullshit. That, that's fucked up, for sure. Fuck him. Like, he's a goddamn coward. Because, like, anybody would be like, hey, you know what, that's not my jam. Peace out. Like, if that. 
you don't click on match and has he like what about any sort of like texting like since i assume has all this conversation been through the the, the social app or it through, was like, all through it was all through the social app i'm sorry i'm sorry saying this with somebody with ovaries that's a bitch fucking move he fucking sucks good riddance and i'm sorry you had to waste as much time on him as you did i know right like, I just don't understand why politeness needs to go out the window when we're online dating. Like, be polite, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, you got, and by the way, dear listeners, the fact that Amanda has dropped several MF bombs, that's significant. It's not something, that's something I might throw around, like, on the casual. This is not something, she chooses her words. So, <laughs> do I? This motherfucker. Okay. So, I mean, I had to sit through. He would send me text messages. He got some progressive lenses, and he sent me a whole big long thing about how he doesn't like his progressive lens. I was like, I have to sit through and listen to this shit about your progressive lenses, but you won't listen to <laughs> about the fact that I went to a Black Lives Matter protest. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous. What a horse's ass. Total horse's ass. So I am talking to one other guy that that is I do like. And funnily enough, Erica, I met him on Hinge. So maybe we've been giving Hinge too much shit. But he's really nice. He's super cute. Super just like dorky cute, but super cute. And um, we moved off on to text message. So we've been talking a lot. You know, we'll see where it goes. We're, we're chatting, and he's cute. And I don't know if we really have too much in common, but I like his – he's very positive. His personality seems positive, and I'm really liking that. And he seems fun. I'm always smiling whenever I'm texting him. So I think that's a that's a positive. Oh, yeah, it is. That's yeah. very good. And besides, just, it'll, it'll unroll itself as it, as it comes, right? So, you yeah. know. Yeah, I am. I do have swipe fatigue. I'm. I am. I don't really want to be going on the the sites right now. So I'm happy talking to this guy, and I'm happy still talking to Bond. Um, but I'm. I definitely have swipe fatigue. I talked to some other guy, and just like what we talked about with with Amy, how you know the it's so hard to even ask, for guys to ask the and you, you know, to just like throw a question back, and so. This guy matched with me. He immediately emailed me, like, right after I had swiped right on him. And he also is from the state I love or lived in the Montana where I where I used to live and love it. So we were kind of chatting about Montana. I tried to ask some questions, and he would answer them always immediately. Like, every time I texted him, he would, he would answer immediately. But he never then asked me anything. And so finally I just stopped. I was like, why am I doing all the work for this conversation? You don't live in Montana now. You know, I'm not gonna get a I'm not gonna get a cabin in Montana out of you, so this is too much work. <laughs> so anyway, so that's been my couple, last couple weeks on online dating. RJ, any words of wisdom or guy perspective? Wow. Um let me think about that for a second. Um Remember, the weight of your gender is on your shoulders right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, I was thinking something here about the guy you've 
uh, you went uh, kayaking with? So that's so that's Bond, and I've been. He's been is my. That a, is that a pseudonym? It's a pseudonym. Okay. Okay. Um, go on. We started out like just like uh, marathon long text messages. I was like so excited right. to meet him, and I. I had a really great time. I've had a good time on all of our dates. We've done three socially distanced dates and a video chat, and we text frequently. Each date, I just feel like I've gotten a little less. And I know that it can take a long time to get to that comfort zone while still also having the fire of um, the romance. But the problem is with Bond, I feel like we don't have the nervous fire you know like beginnings of the relationship so we're not totally relaxed because we're like oh what's gonna happen next we just have like he's just he just seems not relaxed and so it's like it's nothing nothing is going the way it should you know does does it feel like he's he's hiding himself (sighs) well i don't think he's well, a little bit, maybe, because he he is not very forthcoming with information about himself. Mm. We've been dating for a couple months, even though it's been under weird circumstances. And I think it might just be that we're finding out we aren't, we're really compatible on paper, but maybe we aren't as compatible in real life. And that's totally fine. I do think he's he's great. I had been worried about the protesting because he also, he wasn't, he just kept changing the subject when I was talking about going to protest. And I, and again, it's, it's fine. I mean, I have friends who are more less likely to be out in the streets and and that's fine. And many times, like I stopped going because my COVID anxiety got to be too much. And like, I recognize that privilege, but I get it if you're not in the streets, but you know, I do kind of want somebody who at least supports, even if they don't even fully understand it totally, but who supports me and wanting to do that and is open to talking about it. Right. Um, Not all the time, like fucking progressive glasses guy thinks but (laughs) but, you know it sounds like that guy is really passionate about apolitical topics like uh his eyeglasses yeah okay so this is my question um re bond have you considered just like being really direct and just saying like hey what do you what do you think about this situation is this going anywhere for you um Not that that should influence you necessarily, but just like, you know, curiosity, like. Yeah, so I was definitely going to do that on our last date because I was still very much thinking that I wanted it to go somewhere. Even though I've been, there have been things that have worried me. I still was like, you know, but I, I think a lot of it's just because of the weirdness of the COVID dating. And so I was planning on our last date and then it sort of came time and I was just, sort of meh I can just let this keep rolling and see what happens down the hill I have a track record of when things look like maybe they're not gonna work out that I cut okay this is done I don't see it through I'm like yeah I'm not feeling it anymore and so with this I'm trying maybe to not do that because I recognize that there are so many things at play I'm just very ambivalent about the whole relationship right now. Right. And I was kind of bored. I was not upset that I had to end the date. <laughs> I feel like that t- that tells you what you need to know. Because everybody's giddy at first, you know. And you're just like, eh, like with this guy. I feel like that's 
that's more subconscious being like, and I make it like the cut it off, like the you guys. Yeah. Both of you out there who can't see this. Like, I think that's yourself trying to tell you that it's okay. Don't, don't sweat it. Like, let's, let's figure out something else. But I would say too, I would offer too, that I think, you know, having, you know, having an activity buddy is not, is not such a bad thing. Like I would, you know, maybe, maybe see if that's, if that's a direction he, he would, he wants to go. Um, if that seems like, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's the only way to connect with him that, you know, that the only way the two of you connect is like doing stuff and, you know, that might, that might work. That might be a thing. And then, I don't know, it could always turn into more later, but if not, that's cool too. I feel like it would have by now. Like, you know, like if you want a kayak buddy, sweet. Now you got a kayak buddy. But for anything else, you're going to have to go to somebody else. We, I feel like people talk a lot about how guys are friend zoned all of the time. I am always like, well, it could develop into something outside of a friendship because I, I mean, I have had that hat. I've two of the guys that I've dated were people who I like, we were friends first and I'm definitely open to that. So I always hate the whole friend zone analogy as if this is just like this place that no one can ever get out of. And it might be where if he and I just sort of, maybe if I do have that conversation, like RJ says, and it takes all of the pressure off from us being like, well, we're going to try to COVID date. Maybe he would loosen up a little bit. It's possible. I could, I can 100% be wrong. I, I would totally be happy to be like, you're like, all these wonderful things happen. I'll be like, damn, my bad. Okay, sweet. But eh, until now, I'm going to stick by it, you know, until further, further stuff happens, you know. I also just don't, I don't really want to have the, have the breakup conversation yet. I'm being kind of a weenie. That's a beautiful thing about this. You don't. It's just like, like two kayaks that just start drifting away. Like, <laughs> oh, no, we have been too much in each other's lives to be like ghosting. No, I am oh, so ghosting, ghosting is we just, you know, just gone. Like, it's like ghosting is like Kaiser Soze, right? You know, it's like, <laughs> but. Like when you just kind of like your friends, but you don't, you have things going on. And the next thing you know, it's been like a week, you haven't talked and you're like, eh, you know, it's not like ghosting. It's just like, you know, moving on, you know, and like if he's concerned, he'd be like, Hey man, like, I haven't heard from you. How you doing? Then it'd be different. But if like, I don't know, like it's not ghosting. It's just like natural drift. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> no. Okay, or not. I just no, that's my opinion. Take it as it is. Well, I have a hard time because like you know, as somebody who texts with me, I will often end our te- like we'll just be texting about nothing and I'll be like, Okay, I've gotta go now. Like I'm not good at even just letting a complete stop. You just be like, Okay, that's nice, talk to you later and then if he brings it up, then be like you're still on board, but you're not making so much of an effort. Why don't do some work? God damn it. Well, he did. I was giving him a little bit of crap because I felt like I was planning stuff, but he did plan that date. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll just see. We'll just see how it goes. You know, we'll talk about this next week. How's that? Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. 
I was just going to say real quick to Erica's point, when there is like who, which one of you is more likely to initiate a conversation if, if there's been a lull? I feel like with texting, we're pretty even about it. We don't text every day, which I really like. Yeah. And I would say we're pretty equal. It sounds to me like either either he is disinterested or just timid or... Yeah, well, he's told me he's shy and timid. Right. If he is a little bit shy or timid, he might be waiting for me. But it's like when it comes to relationships, I like the guy to be a little bit more assertive, not gross assertive, but like, it might just be that we're not a match, but he could be a totally awesome person. I'm just trying to like, he is a, there's so many things about him that are like, great. He would be great for somebody to date. If like they meshed with him, I just am growing less and less likely that I think I am that person. It sounds to me like you just need to have a, have a very frank discussion and say like, you know, Hey, dude, do you feel like this is a thing that's going to go somewhere or are we just like, you know, activity friends or, you know, or are we both wasting our time here? Yeah. Oh, man. Which isn't easy for sure. Well, it's also like it just means that I have to like recommit to these dating sites and I just Uh. fatigue. Well, it's like I'm a we talked about this before. Eric is a serial monogamous. I'm a I don't know what the right term is, a serial singleton. And so, like, for me, it's just easier to be like, okay, I'm going to take a few months off and just be single for a while and then I'll jump back in. Like, I am very fatigued meeting new people. It is like so hard for me to keep up this level of interest and and then also like trying to be emotionally open to people I don't even know, and it takes a lot out of me. I feel that. I, I totally identify with that. Um, are you are you paying for anything? I'm paying for OkCupid okay because I forgot to turn it off and I got an auto <laughs> bill, okay. but um, I'm planning to turn that off. I see. Um, yeah, I've, I think, like, I ended up, uh, you know, like, paying for uh, Tinder for a while, and I think that... That took care of a lot of that, you know, stress is just it's it's a whole lot easier where you can just directly look at people that are already interested in you okay. and, and pick from them is, is kind of how I looked at it. Because, yeah, I, I think because, and you know, like, again, listening to some of your earlier stuff, um, I did always try to put effort into, you know, reading somebody's profile and then, you know, trying to engage directly with things there. But it's like when, to that point too, like I would, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't just swipe on the basis of photos alone. Like I'm definitely like reading everything and looking for stuff and looking for things that like connect, you know, I connect with. And so it's like, once you've gone, you know, once you've exhausted yourself, uh, reading, you know, hundreds of profiles, uh, and you finally find a match, it's, are you, are you familiar with, with a spoon theory? No. Okay, so this is like mostly like a, a thing within, um, I, don't, I hear about it occasionally within ADHD groups, but a lot of people who have like uh, anxiety or depression disorders describe this. It, it, it was written about a few years ago, just like a blog or whatnot, but it's basically the idea that you have like, uh, it's, it's kind of like in 
amorphous uh, hypothetical unit of that describes your ability to perform tasks essentially. So like, you know, you, and it's, I don't know that the people who, who, you know, live by it really like afford like a number specific number or whatnot, but it's just like, you know, um, you, you might say like, you know, I'm low on spoons today, you know, so I can, you know, I can, I can maybe take a shower and get dressed and, you know, you know, that's about it. Um, but it's just like, you know, it's, it's kind of that idea though. It's, it's putting, putting structure to that idea of just like being emotionally or mentally exhausted from, Mm -hmm. from just life in general. But it's that thing, you know, when, once you've gone through and read all these profiles and then you finally find a match, it's kind of, it's a bit much then to have to, you know, then engage on a deeper level so I think if you can just t- cut a lot of that out and just say, these are the people who are already interested in me, let's start there. And it just cuts a lot of the hassle. Yeah. And the thing, the thing I would say there too, is that, you know, just because, you know, just because they've swiped on you and they're in that, that pool doesn't mean you have to respond to them right away. You can let them, you know, sit there until you're ready to deal with those people who, that have already swiped on you. Right. Those, those are all good things to consider. Basically, what I ended up working for me. So. All right, cool. Well, we definitely went long tonight, but I think that that was good because we had RJ helping me and Erica helping me, and we also got to hear about Erica's awesome news. I'm so happy for you, and I hope that things continue to go well with this guy that you're seeing. You're uh, awesome. Yeah. Thank so you. have you? Have you? I, I know you haven't met the kids yet, I'm sure, right? Um, have you talked to him about your reservations of kids, or are you just... Yes. No, it, it's been pretty, yeah. And, you know, and I told him what, kind of like my backstory, you know, from dating my, my exes who had kids, why I said it's not like, I'm like, oh, children are awful. It's just like... These are the experiences I've had dating somebody with kids, and this is why I did not like to do this again. And he gets it, and we'll figure it out. And but but luckily, just he is in a very good standing with his ex, you know. Okay. So that's, that's good. Yeah, so and the kids are well adjusted, which helps a lot. Are they? What are their? Can you say what are their ages? Yeah, no, totally. Thirteen and nine. Oh, okay. Well, I hope it continues to go well, and I know you won't be able to, you're in a a relationship full on, so we won't be hearing too many tidbits or anything, but. You know what, I will tell everybody, he already knows this, uh, he is well aware of the podcast, he's heard some of it, it is pre-him so far, Um, so it's weird talking about it, because I know eventually he'll hear this, but whatever, he's totally on board. Awesome, cool. Um, okay, well, I guess that probably wraps us up. And again, RJ, thank you so much for being on our podcast. It was really nice to have a a, a dude perspective and um, somebody else telling me what I should do is always, always good. Uh, well, yeah, we have very similar perspective on things, you know, especially in how you interpret things. So I'm glad you guys got to like be like, hey, yeah, we're 
we kind of feel the same way about stuff and yeah. share those. So good for you guys. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So, here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime you want to come back, you are the 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 mic is always open. Absolutely. So um um so I guess that's gonna wrap us up. Just want to remind everybody. Uh, email us. Send us questions. Send us your own online dating stories. If you want to be on the podcast, let us know why, you know, why you should be on and we'd love to have you. And you can email us at letsswipepod at gmail.com. And that's let's swipe without the apostrophe. So let's swipe pod at gmail.com. And then it would also really help us out if whatever platform you listen to, if, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and give us a positive rating or review because that will help more people hear about our podcast and we would love that. I think that's about it. So bye guys. Thanks for coming on RJ again. And our, Erica, always lovely to talk to my, and my, my, the, our bestest hostess ever, the Amanda, the Amanda's ever. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Erica. That's very sweet of you to say that. Bye everybody. Bye.